Today is Monday, June 26, 2023. It's day 900 of the J6 political hostage crisis. I'm Mel Hawley, and this is your Justice in Jeopardy update. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Justice in Jeopardy. Today, we have a call from inside the DC Gulag, and uh, I'm pretty sure this is an exclusive. I'm talking to Daryl Neely, and I don't think he has given anybody an interview uh, since he was arrested for January 6th, but he's got a very interesting background and a a story that needs to be told. Welcome to the show, Daryl. How are you doing today? Uh, Oh, I'm surviving. Um, The Gulag is still a fully functional, operational holding facilities for us who stand for law and order and not I feel like you did wrong. Yeah. That's a strange statement to say because America, we're not supposed to feel, we're supposed to give the truth. We're supposed to state the fact. We're supposed to give the as they say, the black and white, not states of gray. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, they're they are pushing a lot of fear on the American people, uh, calling us domestic terrorists, and uh, suggesting that uh, we are up to dastardly deeds. And it's as as they go along with their playbook as usual. They are pretty much just accusing us of, of what they are doing, right? They are doing all of it, and what they're propelling is the storyline. The storyline is that while they are using us as a, uh, a look at me, look over there, there's a little shining light. While we are the light, behind the scenes, they are robbing, killing, and killing. Does that sound kind of biblical? Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely does. It definitely does. You know, um, I think the audience would love to hear a little background of who you are. Uh, you you were you were very successful in what you were doing uh, before your arrest. Why don't you tell us about that? Okay, my name is Daryl Fitzgerald Neely. I am the singer, and I was living in Washington D.C. I own and operate three networks: Global Life Radio Network, Penny Bradley Global Conspiracy radio network, and blacksandwhite.us, which is my political forum network. Now, people say that I am a conservative. I am I am me. I do not propel myself as an individual of any stature or any level of being either liberal or conservative. I just stand for the truth, and that's how I keep it. Every one of my networks just... Are you still there? Hello. Wow. Hello. What what happened? Hello. Hello. Yeah. I don't know. See, this is the little thing. Here at the Gulag, they make sure that we get screwed with quite a bit. Um, yeah. Let's yeah. Let's go into the Gulag real quick because I'm, this is going to piss me off. These people here was having a limited amount of funding because they have thousands of inmates in a jailing system, and these individuals did not have a successful Wi-Fi system. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, they, they're always, there's always uh, problems. Yeah, updates. Uh, the phones are down. In Alexandria, we uh, the the apparently the elevators were broken, and so they couldn't have visitors for for weeks at a time. Um, and and I'm sure there's there's no one in the in the in the area that can that can come and fix an elevator, right? Oh no! I mean, here at Houston Gulag, we have an issue as well. We have one called you know when you do have a visit, don't touch them, don't hug, you can't hug, but guess what you can do. You can sit there and let the person hug you. But this is what you people don't get to see at the backdrop of the gulag. When the people that they're visiting you leave, you've got to go into a room and get stripped out. Yeah, unbelievable. On the table. But hold on. You didn't touch nobody. Hold on. Let me go a little deeper. No one is going in my shoes or my socks, but I got to give you my shoes, my socks, my underwear. Yeah. Yeah. And it, for real people. This yeah. Yeah. It would, it would be, it would be pretty near impossible to, uh, to even sneak anything in there. I've, you know, I've gone in to visit several times and, uh, you know, we, we have to go through some pretty serious searches. We don't have to do the strip search, but, uh, you know, you do have to think, do things like, pull your bra out to make sure there's nothing, you know, inside of there and uh, shake out your shoes and then get, get patted down, wanded, then go through the, the screening machine where you put your arms up in the air, just like at the TSA. And then when you come out, I think you get wanded again. It, it's absolutely insane. Well, I got one step further for you to think about this. Okay. There's so many people in this gulag not in our division, of course. They got drugs here. Oh, yeah. Talking about they just had a little bust inside this facility for cocaine. And what is that thing called? The little blue pills that they got flying around here? It's not heroin. It's called fentanyl. Yeah. Yes. That word. It's in this facility, but they want to search the common citizens. But how do they get it in here? No one's asking that question. Well, maybe we could consult those officers that are walking in and out. Well, we we already had a uh, yeah, we already had uh, uh, Lancaster. She was uh, she was bringing in drugs, and uh, it was it was seen by by some of the other people over there in your pod. And um, anyway, she ended yeah. up she ended up getting fired. She's also she's the one who uh, who sprayed uh, Ronald Maccabee while he was handcuffed um, because he didn't wear his mask to walk a few feet to take an oral pill. Yeah. Can you, can you believe the society that we live in has more twisted turns and more theoretical excuses for, for the, the mistreatment of its quote-unquote inmates? This is supposed to be a detention facility for us, January sisters. I mean, I came from Lewisburg before this. I was happy at Lewisburg, but once I got here to D.C. jail, you could feel the difference. You could feel the tingle in the air, the thickness of the lie and the deception. And then they told me, welcome to the gulag. Mm-hmm. Why? Do you know why you got moved? What does that tell you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it, it is. it is definitely the gulag. 
Why did they move you from uh, Lewisburg? Do you have an up upcoming uh, trial or hearing? Uh-oh, there you go again. Boy, I'm telling you, they don't love us here. No. They, I beat my trial. I beat my trial. Um, I'm very proud to say that one. Um, the felonies were dropped, dismissed, thanks to the judge, Judge Bates. I'm very proud of that one. But, you know, the issue I did have is that my, my misdemeanor sit. So the judge, being a picky SOB, decided that he was going to hold me here for 105 days until sentencing. Wow. Did I, Was that a, a Daryl? That was my life. Yeah, yeah. Was, so, that, was that a bench trial with Bates? Well, of course it was a bench trial. And yes, I'm going to let you know, this is the exclusive. I want the people to understand. I went to no one. But to you, because you know something, I got respect for you and your journalism and your journalistic integrity and the way you do things. You are a dynamite host. Well, I appreciate that. that. Daryl, I appreciate that. Um, it's, it's my honor to, to be talking to you. And, um, so you've got, you've got sentencing, you, you've got to wait three months for sentencing. So you're, uh, you think they're going to, they're going to keep you there in the, in, in DC? They're going to keep me here in D.C. until sentencing, and I am praying, almost likely, I will be kicked out. I mean, I got more than enough time in to secure these misdemeanors, so the judge is going to have to release me. Now, my fear is getting out of here, how the world is going to treat me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm radio. I, I'm I'm a host of my own network. I'm the owner of my own company. I'm also a published author. I am a father. How's my son being treated out there, even though I can't talk to his mother because his mother is the person that caused the FBI to set me up for this situation. Um, well, See, yeah. Maybe I should just go into the storyline of telling people that, first of all, I went to January 6th to observe and chronologue the situation. In other words, to be a journalist, to see what people don't see through the fake media, the misleading press. Now, from what I've learned from my own court trial is that if you're not considered a journalist, if you're not part of the Senate last House Representatives Press School. So there is your freedom of the press, because I see that in the, you know, um, in my constitution. Yeah. that said I had to be part of corporate America and its media and press before I... You have one minute remaining. Before I have the right to be considered press, before I have the ability to write down information on topics. Yeah, you got to have the Mockingbird Media and press pass. The public. Yeah, you don't have that Mockingbird Media you, press you pass. You got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papers, please. But the, the problem. Yeah. Wait. How about this? Give me fifteen minutes, because you know we're in jail here at CC Coolog. Uh, give me fifteen minutes, and my time can restart, and I can call you right back. Okay. And we can go into detail about. 
the beauty of being in the Gulag and letting your court screw your life up by calling you a thief when you've done nothing. Yep. Okay, Daryl, we'll talk to you in 15. We'll be waiting. Okay, Daryl is back. So tell us about the Gulag. Yeah. Tell us all about the Gulag. This place is it's 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 formatting. This whole ideological view that people are in need of being held for a person to go to court needs to be on selective quality of selective ideological view. And I mean we all have the idea in here that we are locked down, held, being detained because we are, according to the United States government and Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the liberal press and media and the liberal corporate industrial complex, we, the angry sisters, are guilty of nothing but being patriots. They consider us guilty of reason. I mean, there's no reason for us to be held otherwise. Most of these guys in here are nothing but supporters of truth. Nothing but people that desire to see their country, the one that they live in, prosper. I want to see my country prosper. But there are so many isms and ideals and schisms that go on in this country that's being hidden, being um, tossed around so that you cannot keep up the word which hat it's under. We are all experiencing major, I'm trying to use the proper word, I do not want to say, it's a clusterfuck. <laughs> and ever yeah. since we've been in this system and we've been traveling through the system as January system. January sisters, we Americans are suffering. Yeah. It hurts to see my brothers and the sisters that are January sisters to go through As I said, I went there as press, independent, free press, to see, to talk about, and to detail. Things that the corporate media, the fake media, will not tell you. And when I was there at the Capitol, I saw, and I will say it a thousand times over again, I saw the D.C. police shooting rubber bullets at people at trail. I saw this officer, I think his name is Hitchens. Because I also saw his body cam footage. Pepper spraying innocent people walking. Yeah. The problem that I have with this entire situation is that, according to my judge and the prosecution of my case, I am not to be considered trusted. I guess. I must be a liar in order to be considered press. I must be somebody that bows down to the system to be considered press. 
you're not a tool for their propaganda, then uh, you're you're not really press. Right, right. So, I mean, the whole thing is, I'm not talking head sitting from a teleprompter making money. And I will tell all your listeners, beware of talking head. Yeah. I mean, even the most famous ones, beware of talking head. Yeah. And remember this aspect. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. It's a corporate, it's a state, it's a press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. That was what I saw. The people peaceably requesting of the government. And what did I also see? I saw police officers. O.T. Cranham. I saw police officers beating people with batons. I saw police officers literally taking people's bodies and pushing people's bodies. Now we got footage of police officers instigating the crowd. Instigating the crowd. So guess what? Where is the prosecution? Where is your law? Where is your government? And prosecuting these officers for inciting the crowd. Well, these these uh, the, the government is motioning to not allow uh, defense in the courtroom uh, using self-defense or or, you know, saying that they were in, incited or in entrapment, uh, not allowed to use the name Ashley Babbitt in the courtroom. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. So how, how can you defend yourself? Uh, when, you know, we were there for, for free speech, whether it's, uh, you know, using our voices uh, to protest or uh, as press to report on the actions and uh, happenings of that day. I, I am so disgruntledly angry because for me, being a person of color, you know, in the media, at the Capitol, as I t- told and I will say to anyone, sometimes you got to, as a reporter, you know, not to get labeled or beat up or called BLM because hell, I don't support BLM for nothing. They're a bunch of lying, they're scammers. Or any of those other groups like that. A person must walk light at light, people portrayed like the people you're researching. Sometimes acting a little outside of the norm is what is needed to get closer to a story and truth or to find more leads or to gain more information. That's what I did. But they said what I did was wrong. But hold on. You didn't tell Dan Rathers or you didn't tell Walter Cronkite when they did it when they went overseas or you didn't tell those investigative reporters that they were traveling through the bush when they were being dog that they couldn't do it. Yeah. You're not telling those reporters that are right there in um, Afghanistan or any of those um, Eastern European nations they can't be like, walk like, talk like the people that are there so they can get better information and get closer to the people so they can get inside to be able to speak on topics professionally 
judgment. For decades, we have seen journalists on the front lines when there's any kind of war going on, you know, covering this, taking pictures, taking video. Uh, and it's and it's shown to us. And uh, way back in the day when people would go to, you know, the movie house, the cinema, they would have a little newsreel at the beginning, you know, which I'm sure was filled with all sorts of propaganda. But, you know, I'm really wondering where these these frontline videos and uh, pictures are from this uh, war that's going on in Ukraine. Oh, I can tell you where those are. Yeah. Those are held, just uh, held, covered, and um, as he would say, pushed back by our very own government. I'm sorry, I won't say government. By our very own corporate media. Yeah. For the housing of our government. See, people need to realize that this society we live in is socialist. This is not a democratic constitutional republic. And let me tell you a little secret to. Being media, there is a law that's on the books that says this. No member of the department shall seek a warrant for an arrest or conduct an arrest of a member of the news media for any offense that he or she is suspected of having committed in the course of or arising out of news gathering activities without first providing notice to the Director of Public Affairs and obtaining the express authorization of the Attorney General. Wow. I want to remember that. I want to remember that because I had to rememberize that. Yeah, you did a pretty good pretty good job there, Daryl. I'm going to have to look that one up. And, oh, and that, that is the law. But see, they got me going to court. They got me fighting charges. They got me being found guilty of a slew of misdemeanors, but they didn't give me my right. Now, I'm going to let people know that I am for, 100% for, the free press. Let me use the word again. Free press, not the corporate media. I stand behind the free press. What we are doing right now, ladies and gentlemen, free press. We are speaking on topics that is relevant to society today. We're not giving you entertainment tonight. But sometimes we have to give you a little entertainment to get you to understand and keep you hooked into what's really going on, i.e. the Hunter Biden case i.e. the laptop. Okay. I.e. We can't make this shit up. Uh, Joe Biden falling at the Air Force Academy. <laughs> One of many. <laughs> One of many falls. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weekly thing, at least. Give you some entertainment to hold your attention because what we're giving you is a lot of information. A lot of truth. A lot of reality. We're not bullshitting you, giving you fake information, but we've given a little spice. Oh, it's no different than what they did to us when we found out they had killed Omar Gaddafi in Libya and then in his family. Yeah. That's 
what's wrong? You kill the person. You don't go after the entire family. Yeah. I mean, okay, this is a change around. There's lots of points in history where we've overstepped our boundaries as a government. But then, I want you to also think about this point, ladies and gentlemen. We also are at a time where we have the Constitution that protects us from an over-desiring and an overpowering government. Did anybody ever think about what the government has to protect itself from corporations? Did anybody ever think that way? Yeah. Because let me ask you a question. Now, um, the United States government has to protect itself from the power and the influence of corporate media and the corporate industrial complex. Now, we talk about pharmaceuticals. We talk about all these companies. They buying into our company, our country. Sorry, we call it a company. It is a company. It's a, yeah. it's a corporation. It is a corporation. Our government has been invaded. The legal system has been compromised, and their next stop is to remodel the Constitution to end the idea of... You have one minute remaining. I was going to say, it's always a minute remaining when it gets hot. I know, I know. (laughs) The next step is to remodel the Constitution to end the idea of it protecting us from the overpowering government. This strategic action will make the United States government the voice of the people. Logically thinking, where will the voice of we the people be when the government is taken over? Hold on, but isn't that what they will say is socialism or communism? Socialism is when the corporations take over the government. Communism is when the military is the government. What will it be for us? Because I'm confused. I'm, I'm literally confused. Honestly, I can't find a government at this point in time in this society that is perfect. Thank you for using Global Telling. Well, there you have it, folks. Daryl Neely. Give him a little love. Uh, he's got a fundraiser out there. I will include it in the description box below. You know, shoot up some prayers for him. Hopefully he'll be out before too long. Hopefully he will do well in his sentencing hearing. And uh, Judge Bates will will be kind and understanding. And he will be back out here using his free speech as a member of the press. See y'all back here in a couple of days. Don't forget to tune in. Make sure that you subscribe, like, join. All the stuff. Thanks for being here. Thanks for all your support for the J6ers. The same red blood of patriots. Make honey great again. I guess we feel like we're servants and we have a product out there that's really cool. And we're, we're raising a lot, a lot, a lot of money for, uh, for different groups like yourself. Grown and bottled in America. It looks just like President Trump. Where can people order this honey? It's a very easy site. It's called makehoneygreatagain.com. Sales code MEL, 
Off it goes. Within 24 hours, it's shipped to you. Make America great again.